I remember the first time I heard uh, Tony Michaels' podcast. <laughs> like, opening, he was like, "Oh yeah." There's a lot of clocks ticking, a lot of clocks talking. <laughs> Uh-oh. I don't know. I said on, on Metatron. drink last night. Usually I, uh, I, I do drink on Wednesdays. Uh, it's my, uh, it's my fun day. And so sometimes I am a little, uh, sauced here on Thursday mornings, but that is not the case this morning. That was just a, a complete mistake. Stout happens sometimes. I don't know. I just, I, I prefer to be honest with the audience on <laughs> the truth. Absolutely. On Wednesdays. I have a little bit of Jägermeister. That's my Jägermeister. What are you going to do? Some people have their vices. I have mine on Wednesdays. What's it to you? (laughs) But that has nothing to do with the mistake I just made on screen. Okay, let's get back to business here. uh, I'm Trump. Luck is running out. Um, the, The Manhattan DA's grand jury is delayed again today. It's, um... Very curious why it's delayed. Not really sure why. Uh, some people are speculating lots of different things. Right? I mean, it could be, it could be that, I don't know, it could be that there's threats. I mean, we seen the other day there was a bomb threat in in uh, New York City as the judge gaveled down the civil hearing for uh, Tish James going to tear apart the Trump organization. So that happened. Maybe it's security threats. Maybe, just maybe, there's something to Trump's lawyer appearing today and then possibly tomorrow. Now, the word is, is that Trump's attorney is appearing today to defend Trump's case with the Mike Pence subpoena from Jack Smith. Tomorrow, he's going to go testify against Donald Trump. <laughs> this is some weird shit, man. What the? What the? His fuck? lawyer quit I mean, here's and is working for Jack if Smith, the prosecutor. Attorney, no. <laughs> the criminal case that the attorney is defending you against. He's fucked. Is compelled That's to like testify checkmate. against like your you, lawyer. I, you're fucked. Right? Quits. I mean, am I? Am I, am I up my going to I don't know. I maybe I testify against you. I'm nuts here. You're it just feels like to me that none of this is good for Donald Trump. Right now, the other the other thing too is yesterday uh, you saw Donald Trump Jr. I posted it. I I, I tweeted at him. That fucking idiot. <laughs> uh, Donald Trump Jr. posted a letter from another <laughs> attorney saying, "Oh, Donald Trump committed no crime." Look, there's no fucking difference in one attorney writing a letter that Donald Trump didn't commit crime. Then Donald Trump fucking absolutely losing his goddamn gourd on fraud social in all caps. Calling Alvin Bragg, Manhattan DA this morning, Soros bought animal. Or a Soros backed animal. I don't remember the exact name. He called him an animal. Now, yeah, he call, he called, some people um, were pointing out to me because I said um, it's anti-Semitic. Come on, he, he, he's saying he's, Jew he's, he's, is what uh, he's saying. 
devolving. Some people pointed out to me turning into an animal may be derogatory towards Alvin Bragg's race. But you got to remember who Donald Trump is talking to. Right? This is what you have to remember about this. You have to remember that he's talking to white supremacist Donald Trump cult members, the Moglodites, the real America first Nazi party. This is very important. This language. Listen, Nazis in this country know Alvin Bragg is black. (laughs) And they know in their minds, in their minds, he's a hard R. So, I mean, maybe just maybe when he's calling Alvin Bragg a Soros-backed animal, maybe he's calling him a Jewish hard R. But he definitely, definitely is pointing out that Alvin Bragg somehow is Jewish. It's weird stuff. It's weird stuff. Now, there is a documentary out there on Netflix. Um, and I rewatched it the other day. I rewatched, I've, I've watched this documentary several times. This documentary is very interesting. Um, the reason why this documentary is very interesting is because it was made in 1973, I believe, is when the documentary was made. Now, this documentary is called Hitler, A Career. That's what it's <laughs> called. You can go on Netflix and you can, you can find it. You can probably find it even out there on the Internet. Because, again, it's it's an old documentary. This documentary is from fucking 1970s. But that's very important when you watch this documentary. Here's the reason why this documentary, I believe, is so important to watch. If you're not going to go read books or, you know, take a four-year study course on 1920s, 30s, and 40s Germany and the Second World War... This documentary, I believe, is the one to watch. It's it's sort of boring. It's not um, it's not really. How do I want to put it? Because it's a lot. It's 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 video that Hitler and the Nazis took themselves, and they compile it and they tell the story of Hitler from the time that he began until his demise, until he ate an ammo sandwich. Now, the reason why it's important that it was made in 1973 is because of the lens. You look through in 1973 at Nazi Germany. 1970s, there was there was no there there was no 1980s Cold War to end to the Cold War war, the, the fall of the wall, as it were. Mr. Gorbachev, tear down this wall. There was no there was no Gulf War. There was there was no 9-11. There was no right-wing talk radio. There was no Fox News. There was no OAN or Newsmax or Trumpism, as it were, today. Or this make America great again. Hell, there, there wasn't even the supply-side economics that we went through in the 80s and we still suffer from today. Where the rich get richer and the 1% is protected by the politicians who they pay. There wasn't the world that we lived in 1973 was a completely different world and that is why it's so important to watch this particular documentary so important because of the the lens that they looked through in 1970s at nazi germany and you'll know what i mean when i want when you watch it you'll know exactly what i mean you'll be like 
good goddamn. Because again, they're not speaking to Nazi Germany for the last 30 years. The last 30 years didn't play a part in that documentary. It hadn't happened yet. I, I know it feels like, should I, Tony, should I really go watch a documentary on Hitler? Should I? Yes. Absolutely should. You should show it to anyone you can show it to. This documentary is called yeah, Hitler, uh, a career. And it sounds like at first, you know, I, I know, I know it sounds like at first that, oh, this is, this is really going to, to uh, idolize right. Hitler. Mm-mm-mm. Go You're watch welcome. it. Go watch it. Just go watch it. Again, it's not the most it's it's not the most fantastic documentary I've ever seen. It doesn't like keep you on edge. It's not like a crime drama or I am a killer or or you know a, some sort of murder mystery. That's not what it is. It just layer, lays out the facts to draw Nazi Germany into fascism what the roadmap was and how he worked himself into position to be their Führer, their God, their Jesus, their Savior, their retribution. I'm not shitting you. And this documentary plays several of Hitler's speeches. And you listen to his language and you listen to his rhetoric. And this, this rhetoric of Alan Alvin Bragg, the Manhattan DA, who was elected by the people in Manhattan, is a Soros-backed animal who understand what the context of it is. Whether Grandpa Poopy Pants, the Cheeto Dust QAnon realizes it or not. So please, if you can, spare, I think it's about an hour and a half, I think it's about 90 minutes. Go watch this documentary on Netflix if you have Netflix or if you can find it. I, it might even be on YouTube. I don't know. Again, it's an older documentary uh, from the 1970s. I believe 1973 to be exact. And it, it, will, it will put you in a position to know exactly what this fucking shitbox is trying to do. Now, I want to give you some confidence here. Because here's, here's what I believe. <laughs> Because uh, I've had this discussion personally, with, and I've talked about it on the show before. Is that fascism is at our front door. And really, honestly, it's, it's, it's kicked in the door. We're just holding the door shut. And they're slowly moving it open. They used to try to break in the back door, right? They used to thin veil their fascism with conservatism. I mean, they still try that a little bit today, but they don't fucking... They've well, they've moved well beyond that quiet part out loud. And, oh, it's, it's conservatism. No, it's not. It's always been fascism. But it's here at the front door and it's knocking. And in, in 1920s Germany, the difference is, because there is a big difference, there is a huge difference between now and then. And here and in, in 1920s Germany, our fabric of our country is much stronger. The fabric of our country is much greater. It's much, it has much more depth to it. We have the United States Constitution protecting our country. 
Now, not to say that it's not a threat is just not the truth. We cannot take our Constitution and our fabric of our society for granted. But the thing that we have the most, the thing that is most important here, and I've been talking to you about it the last few days, as indictment day has come day after day after day, <laughs> there's a meme out there, I posted it this morning, it feels like Groundhog Day, doesn't it? Like, uh, well, Trump indictment day again today, and we're waking up to the same old shit. I, 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 wanna, I want to reassure you, because you're going to be disappointed with these um, these indictments. And here's what I mean by that. He is going to be indicted. He will be arraigned, which means he'll be arrested and arraigned on the charges. They're going to let him free. Okay? He's going to still be roaming around out there talking and yelling and screaming into a microphone and typing messages out on True Social. It's going to piss you off. It's going to piss a lot of people off. He's not going to go to a speedy trial. whole purpose of his delay tactic here with his campaign is to not go to trial. Donald Trump very rarely goes to court. He almost always settles out. He can't settle out of a criminal court unless he takes a plea deal for a prison sentence. He knows this. So he's going to use his campaign to delay the trial. You're not going to see a trial before 2024, at least in a criminal court. The trial that you will see for in, in 2024 is the general election. Not just his general election, folks. We must start now. We must start now in the messaging and the narrative to make sure in 2024 we position ourselves that we are the jury. We get to convict not just Donald Trump, but anyone and everyone who's running, who fucking supports him, capitulates to him, and harbors him. This, this is most important of the trial that will come in 2024. We must, we must stay strong. We must stay fast in our pro-democracy coalition. It's important. No matter what comes from the indictments or the criminal cases, no matter what comes, doesn't, doesn't quite matter. We are, we are the backstop to democracy. Not the Department of Justice, not the Manhattan DA, it is us. You must remember that we are the power, we are the government, it is us. So, as the indictments start, because and it, it feels like they're going to be dominoes, right? it feels like once one happens, and, and that's kind of the feeling this morning is that the reason why the Manhattan DA is delaying the grand jury is because someone has told them, hey, Jack Smith's going to make his move. Seems as if the crime fraud exemption, um, or exclusion, excuse me, is going to force Trump's lawyer to exception. testify those crimes that Trump is trying to do 
through his attorney tomorrow. Um, all the while, the same attorney is having to go defend him today in, in a hearing. And tomorrow he's going to testify against him. It's weird shit. We're in, we're in a weird timeline. But it's most important that we pay attention to these things. Like this morning, Alvin Bragg, even though they're delaying the Manhattan uh, DA's grand jury that they convened to present the charges to them, because that's the other thing. Everyone keeps calling saying Alvin Bragg is political here. He's presenting these charges to a grand jury. Now, yes, can grand juries be political? I guess so. Those individuals can have political opinions. Everyone fucking does, even if they're wrong, right, wrong, or indifferent. The fact remains that the grand jury is the one who sets the indictment. They vote on the charges. Alvin Bragg sent a warning shot to Jim Jordan and the House Judiciary Committee, Kevin McCarthy, and, and the, uh, the America first Nazis in our House of Representatives. Hey, bitch, butt out of it. You ain't got no fucking jurisdiction to come in here and fuck with my criminal investigation. Good luck. Good luck to you. Go fuck yourself. Basically. <laughs> Which is what he should have said. What he should have said. As the House GOP is using their power to try to weaponize the federal government against Alvin Bragg and a criminal investigation into the private citizen of Donald Trump. Fuck out of here with that shit. So, stay vigilant. It's okay. And I understand you're going to be disappointed here. Because there's going to be a lot of disappointments over the next year and a half. But you can't let that get in the way of you understanding that you are the jury. You are the jury. For our democracy. You are the jury for our democracy. Uh, so we're going to talk a little bit more about uh, his statements that he's made on uh, Fraud Social uh, this morning. I'm going to show you a few other tapes. But right now there's a hearing going on um, right now in the House for uh, TikTok. And um, the CEO of TikTok is, uh, gave his opening statements and he's being questioned. It's not going to be an easy day for this CEO of TikTok. And it seems like there's going to be a lot of crossroads that TikTok is going to have to make here. Now, the question is, is are Americans and their data at risk here against CCP and the Chinese government? Um, and and, and I, think, I think the actual outcome of this is that my, my hope is is that TikTok, TikTok USA, especially who controls the data, uh, now controls the data of TikTok, the app here in the United States, uh, comes to some sort of agreement so this app can't be banned. Not that I love the app or I want the app. Um, I just, I just don't believe that there is, that there isn't a way to make sure that Americans have the right to use this app if they want, if they choose. And their data can be safe. I, I just, I, I am highly, I am highly skeptical that we can't manage this. And I think it's a broader problem, right? This isn't, this isn't in a vacuum just for TikTok. Now, the CEO this morning in his opening statement was willing to go as far as to say they were willing to open up their algorithm, which is basically the proprietary um, piece of property that runs all social media, because they all have different ones. YouTube has a different one, Twitch. Uh, uh, Facebook and Twitter, TikTok, they all have different algorithms. It's all their proprietary 
Oh. It's what makes them tick and talk, if you want to <laughs> <laughs> throw in a pun there. Um, but they're saying they're willing to open that up, which I think is significant. Now, there is still questions around the security, and rather, rather they'll actually be able to um, secure the data at, on the Oracle servers in Texas, which are controlled by Americans, quote, American companies. Again, again, I believe um, there is more that we can do for social media. Obviously, Twitter is a fucking hellhole. It's a fucking dumpster fire since Elon Musk has bought it back. It's, it hasn't freed speech. It's, it's only made, it only has made bad speech worse, which isn't a problem necessarily. I mean, if you want to have a dumb idea and say the dumb idea out loud, I have more power to you. And really, honestly, if you're a person of power and you say the dumb idea out loud and we can see you, then we know who you are and we can toss you in the dustpan of history like you're supposed to, right? I mean, um, th take, take for example, um, the, um, the Baptist church in Kansas. What, what, what was the name of this church? They used to go out and say, God hates fags, and they used to hold gay-hating signs. They were anti-LGBTQ. They thought the entire world's problem was the LGBTQ community. Do you remember this? Do you remember this? This is what they would do. This is the thing. Westboro. Thank you, uh, Monty Librarian. Westboro Baptist Church in Kansas. Have you heard from Westboro Baptist Church lately? Hell to the no. But what you have heard is their same rhetoric. You've heard their same rhetoric now from people in power. This is important. This is why we must, when they use their First Amendment right, we use our First Amendment right to point it out. And I believe that is really the ultimate narrative around the social media platforms. Is First Amendment this, First Amendment that. And the problem is that most people don't understand what the First Amendment actually is and what your independence or individuality is of that First Amendment. We want to feel like we're sovereign in this country. Each person is sovereign. We're a society. We're a fabric of a society. We're not, we're not sovereign. We are individuals. We should have freedom of liberty and choice. We're not sovereign to laws. And a good example is Donald Trump. The idea that he should be above the law because he was a president of the United States is fucking stupid. That is not his sovereign right to be above the law. He is part of our society. He is part of our, our, our fucking country. He has to abide by our laws. It's our government. He's an individual, so yes, he has all the individual rights that someone would be afforded. He's not sovereign from all the rest of us. And you aren't either sovereign from everyone else. So we have to find a way to manage social media going forward, because social media is in its infancy. And anyone who's scared of social media and, and oh, the internet's destroying the world, and information is destroying the world, you are a bonehead. The information is not destroying the world. We are just trying to figure out how to manage 
the new ability of everyone to grab any piece of information very quickly. We didn't, we, this did not exist 15, 20 years ago, like it does today. It just did not exist. Just like at one time, TV didn't exist. Video games didn't exist. Fuck, newspapers didn't exist. Morris, Morris Code didn't exist. I mean, the list goes on and on and on here of how we manage these things inside our society. I believe that there is a way that we, as a people, now, I'm telling you, it's going to be very difficult <laughs> until we can fuck, I mean, there's people who, who don't even want people to be dressed up in drag because they're scared that they might, they might like someone with, I don't, I have no idea. I just don't know why they're trying to legislate our fellow, our fellow humans out of existence. I don't get it. It's bigotry. It's fascism. It's nonsense. And that's the fight that we have to fight because we're not going to be able to, we're not going to be able to fucking pass decent legislation and decent policy around social media until we get unserious people out of, un out of serious fucking positions, right? You're not going to get, you're not going to get any kind of serious policy around social media when you have fucking Lauren Boebert, Marjorie Taylor Greene, Matt Gatson, and Jim Jordan, and Jim Comer. Who, who, who are fucking QAnon at best. It's ridiculous. We're not going to be able to do anything with these types of people in power. So it may take a while to get to the point to where it may take a couple decades, folks, for us to get back in a position where we can set good policy, good policy. That, that helps our citizenry and, and social media coexist in a space. But here we are. Here we are. I want to tell you, we have a special guest here today. Um, he's been on before from the Radicalized Podcast. The Hi-Fi is going to join us today. <laughs> um, him and Gabe have been talking back and forth. I, I guess he, uh, I guess he was able to uh, hack into Trump's uh, live stream or some shit. So he's going <laughs> he's going to tell us about that today. About how he, he kind of hacked in, um, not hacked, they, they let him in, he tricked him, I think. He's going to tell us about that, it's hilarious, uh, so he's going to tell us about that today, he'll be at the top of the hour. Um, some people want to do, uh, shoot this shit, have we done shoot this shit this week, moderators? I don't, I don't, I can't keep track, did we do shoot, we haven't done shoot this shit this week, have we? Let's do a little, because we've had guests every single day this week, haven't we? I think we, we had we had Jess Piper on Monday. Texas Paul was here on Tuesday with Ed. Uh, we had we had uh, Rachel Bittacoffer yesterday. We have High Five today. Tomorrow's Bonehead of the Week. Jesus Christ! Why in the hell aren't we at three hours? Why I know you folks want three hours. I know you want three hours. We're so close. We're so close. Uh, month, just months away from being able to do this uh, show three hours a day. But I need your help. I need your help in that effort. I need you to go subscribe to the Tony Michaels Podcast YouTube channel. We're so close to 15,000, but not only subscribe, invite your friends, invite everyone you know on social media. Tell them to come subscribe to this show on YouTube. Also, follow us on Twitter at Tony, at Tony Michaels Pod. Uh, download every single episode, episode on Apple, Spotify, and Google. 
Make sure to follow us on Facebook at the Tony Michaels, and also go to the Upwire YouTube channel. They've helped us out, and we're streaming over there as well. So go to Upwire.com and get their channel. You can also watch us on Twitch if you link your Amazon Prime account. You get one free subscription over there on Twitch, and you can give us that one free subscription. Another thing that you can do to help us out to get the free hours. It's all that stuff I just said was free. The YouTube channel, following us, liking this, sharing this, sending this link to your friends and family, liking us on all the social media platforms. You can go to thetonymichaels.com uh, to like us on all the social media and platforms out there. The one thing you can do, if you want to help us out with the monetary effort here to get the three hours, because that's really the biggest challenge is this is what me and Gabe are trying to do for a living. So we have to, I don't know, pay bills. You know, the lights got to be on, the internet's got to be on, the microphone's got to be powered on. So go to patreon.com slash thetonymichaels. That's patreon.com slash thetonymichaels. Check out my Patreon page there. Um, I've been putting out early content. We'll probably do an Ask Me Anything sometime this weekend, and I'll have the Sunday rants this weekend as well. So go to patreon.com slash thetonymichaels. While you're there, visit Gabe's page. He's doing, he's doing his skit videos again. He'll be posting them on Patreon. And he's giving new episodes of What Was That and extras for What Was That over on his Patreon page. That really is what's going to get us to three hours. I know. It, <laughs> you got to pay your fucking bills. You got to eat. It happens. And this is our job now. This is our job. We have committed that this is our job, and we want to commit to three hours. We want to do it. It's a lot of work. It seems like I just turn this thing on, and yeah, you just start talking, and... There's nothing else that I do. It's I gotta keep up with everything. I gotta know the fucking stories. I gotta know what's going on. I got a national narrative, messaging, who's who's what and who's where. It can get difficult. It's time consuming. But I appreciate you being here every single weekday. And if you can't afford to go to Patreon, no problem. Share it with a friend. Maybe they will be able to. Your your support here, watching, sharing, liking. So like the, the video right now, right, right now, right as we speak, like the damn video. That, that's, that's a way to support. Share it. Retweet it. If you're on Facebook, send it to a friend. Copy the link on YouTube. Post that on social media. Those all help us in the support to get to three hours. I also want you to show, show support for our moderators. You notice we have a few new moderators in the chat today. Uh, Robin. Uh, has gone to Midas Touch Network's uh, moderator. Everyone give Robin a congratulations for going to the Midas Touch Network's channel. As a moderator, we love we love having you here, and we love having we loved having Robin as a moderator. She's moving up in the world. She's going over to the Midas Touch Network's channel, which they got over almost a million subscribers, and they've got tons of shows that they do on, on every single week. So congratulations, Robin, and uh, welcome the Mighty Librarian and Deidre today as our our new moderators that are going to help fill the space uh, where Robin has moved up in the world. So thank you, Robin. Congratulations. And thank our brand new moderators and welcome them here in the chat. Mighty Librarian Deidre. And give love to all the moderators. Every single last one of them. It's super important. You are the best audience in the world. One of the reasons why is because we have the best moderators in the entire world. Everyone, stick around. We'll shoot this shit when we come right back right after this. We'll be right back. Mark, 60 seconds. This is the Tony Michaels Podcast.
Are you numb and alone after storming the Capitol? Have you been left out in the cold after stealing Nancy Pelosi's mail? Do you feel exposed to a government that doesn't share your patriotic values? If any of these describe you, then you're in luck. Hi, I'm Paul Gosar, and thanks to my new product, Pardon Blanket, I've got you covered. Pardon Blanket specifically works to make you feel safe and cozy after your involvement on January 6th. And if you're one of the other members of Congress who also helped with the attempted coup, Pardon Blanket will protect you too. Pardon Blanket is made of a sort of soft fleece and a layer of sheep's wool. And they're 100% made in the USA. Don't delay and get your pardon blanket today for just $99.99. Actual pardons not guaranteed. Jumping back into it, this is the Tony Michaels Podcast. Welcome back to the show. We're going to shoot this shit for a minute. You got a question for me? Put it down there in the chat. Now, I, I will warn you, if you're on Twitter, you're typing out questions to me, I'm not going to be able to see that shit. I'm just telling you. Giving you a little bit of warning. I can't see the, the comments on Twitter. I, I don't know. I, I have no idea. I've, I've went over this before. And said Twitter used to use Periscope, and it still uses Periscope, but they bought Periscope and then made an internal tool and they fucked it up. And it was prior to Elon, so it's even worse now. But then I don't know if it'll ever be fixed. So if you're typing out shit on the Twitter um, chat for the live feed, I don't see it. Like, anywhere. And the only way I see it is if I, if I go watch the show, re-watch it, and replay it. I just don't see it. So if you're on Twitter, and here's the reason why I post it on Twitter, because I've always posted it on Twitter. I mean, to be quite honest. But I, I, I generally put the YouTube link with the thing so you can just come over to YouTube. So just click the YouTube link. Or you can click the TonyMichaels.com link. It'll take you to um, the list of links. And I, and I try to get this show link at the very top of the page uh, so you know which one we're on live. So you can click either of those links. And that's usually what happens on Twitter. Click the link. You come over to a different chat because you can't chat over there. I don't know what. I don't know what the fuck. It used to work. It used to work. And then when Twitter made um, the the Periscope part of their internal tooling, they they completely fucked it up. I've asked a hundred times for them to change it. If you got any questions, throw them in the chat here. Um, let's see if we got any questions coming in. Do you got any questions for me? We're going to shoot the shit. Do you guys know what shoot the shit is? It's just where we you ask me questions and I'll answer them. That's it. That's it. Um, <laughs> uh, there's a lot of questions in the chat, but you're asking each other um, some really weird questions. Did I answer those? I don't know. I don't know. Um, uh, yeah, uh, Robin's still the moderator on Twitch. He's seeing if there's any uh, questions over on Twitch. Um Robin, thank you for uh, filling in over on Twitch until we find someone. I, I want to announce, if, if you want to be a Twitch a moderator, if you'd like to, hey, uh, throw me a message. I'll, 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 I'll send you to our, uh, our gang of moderators, and they'll, they'll do the vetting. Because here's the thing. I, I don't actually moderate the chat. The moderators do. And I give them the ability to moderate the chat. So, like, when you guys see slow-mo come up, I'm doing that for them. 
Okay, so when you have slow mode, it's not because I don't like you or I don't want you to comment as fast. I'm doing it for them because they're trying to do a good job of managing the chat. And I trust them. I trust them very much with the chat. I know they're paying attention to the chat. They're trying to welcome all of you. They're trying to make the chat very engaging for you. And they do a damn good job if you haven't noticed. And that's why I'm so, I, I think it's great that Robin's going over to the Minus Touch Network. I think she'll be able to take all the things she's learned from you guys in this chat, one of the greatest engaging chats on YouTube, and she's going to take it over there and help them out. So it's it's very exciting. So, um, oh, here we go. Uh, Margie, uh, or Margie, Margie, Margie. We got Margie and Margie There's uh, um, on Facebook, however, which one you say it. Uh, it says, Tony, how did you and Gabe meet and decide to join forces? Well, it's really simple. I've, I've talked about this a little bit before. We met on Twitter. <laughs> I watched his videos. I just sent him a message, say, hey, I really like your videos. You want to come on the show and talk about how you make your videos? And he did. He came on the show. And then um, we joined forces because we had so much in common. We had uh, a, a similar outlook. I asked him to help with the show because I sucked at graphics. Well, I didn't suck. I, I'm not near as good as he is. Just not. When you, when you see graphics put out that either me or him did, the good ones are, are him. The ones that aren't that good are probably me. <laughs> just, just how it is. Um, wouldn't uh, okay. This is from B A on on YouTube. B A where? Oh, B A where? B A where? That's a go, oh, man. Oh man, your handle. Oh, wait. Good job. Question: Wouldn't you rather see the documents case go forward before the Manhattan case? I don't think it matters. I think a lot of people want to make it matter. I mean, he's going to get indicted in both instances here, more than likely. Now, if Jack Smith does strike first, it may it may bang up Alvin Bragg's ability to charge him in Manhattan. Who the fuck knows? I mean, Alvin Bragg may take a back seat and let the feds go with that case. A lot of times, um, I mean, to say that Alvin Bragg is hell-bent on prosecuting this case... That may not be true. You don't know that. Alvin Bragg said months and months and months ago when he first took the office that he probably wasn't going to indict on that case. We don't know what new evidence he had. And there may be new evidence that's forcing Alvin Bragg to bring this case to a grand jury. He may not have a choice whether he wants to or not, whether he wants to or not. Sometimes prosecutors have to prosecute a case that they aren't necessarily excited about. So... Do I think it matters whether it's Manhattan or Jack Smith or Georgia that goes first? Absolutely not. And the reason why is because, again, we are the fucking real jury here. If he wasn't running for president, right? If he wasn't running for president, he was just some dipshit down at Mar-a-Lago who was doing really dumb shit and kept criming and kept going on and on and on. And he wasn't trying to save his ass by running, a, running in a presidential election. He's not even in a primary at this point. Go show me the ballot that the motherfucker has petitions for, and then I'll, and then I'll believe he's in a primary election. He just announced that he's just saying, "I'm running for president." That's the dumbest thing. I, that's the dumbest argument I've ever heard of in my life of why you can't be indicted on crime. Like again, I use the example: someone robs a fucking bank, the police come to arrest him. Like, whoa, whoa, whoa! I just posted a video on the internet saying I'm running for president. You can't arrest me. That's the dumbest, stupid shit I've ever heard of in my life. Just because he says he's running for president 
doesn't mean he is in any kind of election at all. It's a really stupid argument. He will be eventually. That's what he's doing. But it doesn't stop indictments. So I don't, I don't fucking think that it matters here because we get to fucking indict him. We get to fucking charge him. We get to fucking, we're the jury. We get to convict him. We get to sentence him. Not being the president of the United States. So let's remember that. So the messaging is all going to be the same. Uh, it will be. Uh, Linda asked, when indictment? Uh, I mean, that's a really good question. I think, I think he thought he was going to be arrested on Tuesday. Here's why I think this. A lot of people think that he's lying. But you got to remember, he's a dumb fuck. Right? I, I don't I don't think Donald Trump was playing 4D chess. Just a bull in a China cabinet yelling and screaming on social media like he's a fucking 13 year old that just broke up with their first fucking their first girlfriend or boyfriend, okay? What happened was is Costello was gonna go in on Monday, which he did. I almost bet that his attorney said, Hey, this is not gonna be compelling enough for them not to indict you. He thought in his brain, well, if he goes in on Monday and they come back in on Tuesday, I'm indicted, which means I'm arrested. That's that's how we got to Tuesday on last Saturday. He's just a fucking dummy. He's a fucking dummy. Stop giving him so much credit. He's an idiot. He's a fucking idiot. Now, when is he going to be indicted? Again, I don't think that really matters either. I've told you for the last three or four months that it was going to be springtime. What was yesterday? Wasn't yesterday the first day of, um, what's that season called? Spring? <laughs> I told you it's going to happen in the spring. So I still think that we could uh, certainly see indictments this month. We could certainly see indictments April and May. Uh, and I'm not just talking about uh, the Manhattan DA or this obstruction case that it seems like Jack Smith is going to strike on. It could be the grand jury uh, down in Georgia, and it could be superseding indictments that Jack Smith would bring. Because that's the other thing that people really aren't fucking saying. Well, let's say Jack Smith has to move on him like a bitch here and charge him with obstruction. Because it feels like to me, and this is just my feeling, it's not my opinion because I don't have the fucking, I don't have the evidence. They're not showing us the unsealed documents. They're not showing us the unsealed reason why the appeals court is moving so fucking fast. I mean, they're trying to push this fast. There's a reason why they're doing that. Fast I don't believe that it's because Donald Trump likes to delay. And I just, I have a hard time believing that the courts are scared of his delays. I think that's a bunch of bullshit. No, they see through it. Courts aren't scared of someone's delay another... tactics. They just aren't. They know it. They, 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 they experience this motherfucker. I think that there's national so the, security well, like interest one of the here. judges and that is why they want to the move fast. That's my feeling. Again, my feeling. Don't fall for this my, it's, it's, it's my belief. Then it's Because I don't have the fucking unsealed documents, just like you don't, just like anyone else who tells you Trump is innocent, and these charges are all, all fucking fraud, and it's all fake news, and they're just trying to get him politically and make sure he's not the president. It's fucking, we got just as much or not as much information as those dumb motherfuckers. So my feeling is, though, that they're moving fast for a very particular reason. And my belief is, too, that Jack Smith may not even, like I said, Alan Bragg, Alvin, I keep calling him Al, Alan, Alvin Bragg. Why I get that wrong? Alvin Bragg, I get names wrong a lot, but that one's confusing to me. Alvin Bragg 
may or may not even want to prosecute that case, but he may have had a piece of evidence that forced him to do it. Just like Jack Smith may be forced to bring an obstruction charge against Donald Trump here and then have to do a superseding indictment on other evidence that he's collected because he's not ready to indict yet on those charges. That's the thing that can happen. They can present a case to a grand jury for an obstruction charge, get the obstruction charge from the grand jury and indict him, arraign him. And then six months, a year later, that same grand jury or a different one can supersede that original indictment and indict him on more charges because there's been more evidence. These are things that normal, average, everyday MAGA doesn't understand or don't want to know. And the reason why is because it doesn't fit their narrative. Just doesn't. Doesn't fit their narrative. So I hope that uh, at, at helps. Uh, we got, uh, oh, look who's late. Oh, my gosh. We're shooting the shit here, uh, Gabe Sanchez. Um, hang on, let me bring in. You're, you're. Actually, he's not. He's not too late. He told me he'd be here at at about twenty till, and it's quarter till. So, <laughs> oh. did you finally finish that? Uh, at the number two, you're. I think you had <clears throat> trouble. He said I might be a while this morning. I, I said, I said, hold the phone. Oh, I have to drop off the kitties at the pool. They oh, really? are being a little okay, reluctant to get out of bed this morning. You know what I'm saying? Um, okay, so we, we're shooting the shit here. Uh-huh. We got another. Uh, we got another uh, question here. John from uh, YouTube. This is a very intriguing question. How many licks does it take to get to the Tootsie Roll center of a Tootsie Pop? That's a good question, John. Get the fuck out of here, man. I think <laughs> I think the answer is yeah. like three hundred and something. Oh, okay. Uh, oh, is there an actual answer? Yeah, yeah. Okay. So a group of engineering students from Purdue University, a group of engineering students from Purdue University oh, reported Christ. that its licking machine modeled after a human tongue. <laughs> whoa, 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 whoa! Dude, I don't a know what licking they, I, machine. I, I don't, so there was. Hey, hey, let me show you something. Oh my God! You got to see this. So this morning, I posted what I post. I don't know. I posted something. Donald Trump. Well, the, before we get too far, the answer is yeah, go 300, ahead. an average of 364 licks to get to the center of a Tootsie Pop. Oh, okay. Well, that makes sense. But the licking machine reminded me of this. I tweeted this this morning. I got to show you this troll. You guys will like this. Um, it says, I, I said this. I said, feels like if your lawyer is testifying against you, you're fucked. I mean, that kind of makes sense, right? I mean, if you, if your lawyer that's defending you in a criminal case, um, if you know I've he said the exact same thing. You in that criminal case, you might be a little fucked. This ass hat here. <laughs> if you go to his page, of course he's fucking. He's my guy. He's posting all kinds of. It's probably some fucking Russian bot. Yeah, but he says dollars to donuts. That you're. Do people all, still use that phrase? I guess so. He's dollars to donuts. You're all out of personal loot. Try spit. Well, I decided, I decided to clamp back a little bit at this son bitch. I don't know, I don't know. It just felt like it was right to me to clamp back at him. Mm-hmm. Um, so I said, speaking of licking machine, I don't need lube to get your mom wet. <laughs> oh, I'm not scared to say it here on the air. 
What are you going to do? Hey, hey, listen, listen. I, I very rarely engage with these trolls. But you know, just sometimes, sometimes you just can't, can't help it. You know? I, had some, you I, I, uh, I was telling you yesterday, I, I realized that um, I, I didn't post that, that the Patriot Fund for that, that parody commercial that I made. Mm-hmm. So I posted it to YouTube, right? And, you know, I got a bunch of people who were like, oh, this is funny. And then I got a bunch of people who were like, oh, man, this is this bullshit, man. This wasn't on Tucker Carlson. This is da, da, this. I was like, all right, you guys are taking this way too seriously. Uh, <laughs> and then I had one guy who was like, uh, actually, if you put an actual Venmo on there or if somebody made a Venmo account after the fact, uh, you could be uh, – it was wire fraud. I was like, what the fuck? You might as well go tell every single film and TV show that has ever made a joke about using Venmo or Cash App or whatever. If people use that after the fact, or they made a fake account for it, right? Uh, you go, go, go feel like you have to go talk to them first, okay? Because I feel like the attention to my video is much less and the one over there. Also, I don't think I'm going to be charged with fucking wire fraud for making a fake Venmo account. <laughs> if someone else made that's on them. Oh, my God. If they don't know it's sat- satire and parody, then they are the yeah. satire. And then parody. I went to go look at the guy's channel, and it was like all a bunch of like, oh, I'm gaming. I was like, dude, okay, whoosh, whoosh. So it looks like it's the guy, maybe the guy who uh, wanted me to get his mom wet. I don't it's know. Possible. It's possible. I'm going to look into this licking machine thing, though. Um, Ruth on Facebook says, Tony, how do we get rid of Jim Jordan? I'm I'm thinking that's who you're saying, Jordan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's Jim Jordan and McCarthy. Uh, vote. Engage in your democracy. That, that's mm-hmm. how we get rid of those motherfuckers. <clears throat> I mean, we're not going to get rid of them inside their districts, probably. I mean, yeah. they're stupid people voting for stupid people. Right. I mean, the... the, the Everyone wants Marjorie Taylor Greene out of Congress. I mean, you know, there's something in me. <laughs> there's something in me that really wants that stupid ass to stay. Because um, as long as she's setting the bar for Republicans, yeah, we got a really good chance of winning. Because she's a dumb fuck. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you noticed that. But uh, and another question in the chat had to do with um, the, uh, bo- uh, the bomb threats in New York City this week. And I'm not saying those two stories, the Marjorie Taylor Greene and the bomb threats, are related. I mean, I don't I'm know just why saying you would. two people were asking these questions in the Got it, got it, got it. I mean, I, Who knows? I, I think I it's know. a good question to ask where she Well, was. you know, it's a valid question. You know, some might say that there's a, a pattern. There are people of saying. There are people yeah. saying. There are people saying that there's a <laughs> pattern of behavior here. I, it's not me. I'm not saying that. Right. Yeah. Some people, many people online are saying that uh, the two events could be related based on the common denominator, which is Marjorie Taylor Greene. Hmm. Why can't we question if Marjorie Taylor Greene is Does it make us an American to question if Marjorie Taylor Greene Wait, possibly? did you see the clip of Tucker Carlson? Which one? The Jesus. one where he, the one where he basically shot on himself. Oh. No, send it to me. Yeah, I, well, I didn't. I saw the tweet about it. I didn't watch it. I can't watch every fucking clip this guy, this guy's in. But I did see that he was, he was running into the wall of themselves. You mm-hmm. know, this big cell phone. I think is what it is, or it seems that way. Um. Well, I get Michael Cohen on our show soon. I've had Michael on before. Um, we had Michael Cohen. If you remember, um, there was a meeting on a golf course a while back, and we had Michael Cohen on, and he actually debunked it. Michael's like, no, that's not anything. It's not, 
Yeah, he was like, eh, it's not anything. It's not what everyone wants to see. So this idea that Michael Cohen is some his credibility and he's only after Trump and you're full of shit. Because we had Michael on, and you guys can go watch that interview with Michael Cohen. Yeah. You can go watch it. I don't know what episode it is. I'd have to look it up. But um, now people are bringing up, or like, Trump's like, oh, look what I found. This for, this this oh, paper from I have 2018. A <laughs> I have a like, guy wrote a letter. Yeah, which is like everyone knew that because that was revealed in 2018. Speaking of a clip, so we'll watch this clip of Tucker Carlson. Find the clip of Rudy Giuliani from 2018, speaking of that, uh, talking about the Stormy Daniels payment. That one's, oh, man, if you want to get a fucking something from 2018, let's look at that motherfucker. Um, I think uh, Ron, Ron posted it. Might be on my time. I do this. We'll, we'll find it. Um, but uh, here is, uh, let's see. Uh, here is Tucker's clip. About 28 seconds. You're telling me he self-owns himself in 28 seconds? Mm -hmm. No. Yeah. Surely not this bonehead. Okay, let's let's listen. Let's hear what he says about how to gaslight people. I think that's what he's saying. Let's let's listen. For the Chinese, it's just so easy. How do you win a war without fighting? By getting your adversary to kill himself. Well, how do you convince a strong, self-respecting, powerful country like ours that has ruled the world for 100 years to do that? Turns out it's pretty easy. You take a collection of dumb, desperate people oh, in the middle age, hoping to keep on to their stupid TV oh, job. God damn. You add scripts and some hairspray, and they just repeat the lies for you, and then... <laughs> <laughs> I wonder... I, here's my question. Here's my question, Gabe. Are we supposed to believe that Tucker Carlson doesn't use hairspray on that stupid fucking haircut? Are we supposed to believe that Tucker Carlson doesn't have the scripts written for him by a bunch of Nazi producers? Are we supposed to believe that as smart, educated, intelligent Americans? I don't know. What a fucking idiot. Are yeah. you serious? I he can't say for certain, but right. I will assume... <laughs> <laughs> that I do that very thing that I'm talking about right now. Oh, my God. So they someone wrote that shit out, too. That's hilarious. Yeah. Because he ain't making this up, like, on the fly. He ain't improv like we do here. He did. He, he wrote that. Someone wrote that out, like, wordsmithing it. They're like, ah, eh, that really kind of sounds like us. Yeah. Maybe we should, um, maybe, ah, no, we'll go with that. What the yeah, fuck are you saying? Yeah, yeah. I'm trying to find this video, by the way. You said it was. Rudy? Uh, oh, God damn. Hold on. You're late, and you can't find a video. Oh, well, my well, God. Usually, he, usually, usually, he's Johnny on the spot here with uh, videos. Cloudy brain this morning, you know I'm what I'm saying? You. Ah, he's, you know. He's usually Johnny. Hey, I've got another good uh, clip of uh, uh, Bridget Gabriel, your favorite. Oh, uh, okay, I here's, saw... Here's I, didn't, I didn't... You got the video? Yeah, this is from 2018. I did I did retweet it this morning. Oh, I couldn't remember I did or not. Okay, here's... here's Rudy Glitty. Yeah, this is an exclusive interview with Rudy Giuliani. Now, again, this is back in 2018. Remember, 2018. Let's listen to how Rudy describes the payment made to Stormy Daniels. On that, sir. Having, having, having something to do with paying yeah. some Stormy Daniels woman 130000 I mean, which is going to turn out to be perfectly legal. Oh, so he's claiming it's perfectly legal. Now, back then, she wasn't horse face, apparently. Right. Today she's horse face. Back then she wasn't. Let's see right, if right. he explains. Yeah, but why. remember, okay, this the reason why Trump mm -hmm. and mainly Trump. I haven't really heard anyone else call her horse face, uh, other than like his cult. But the reason or or the behavior that Trump has to be like, oh, Stormy Daniels, uh, she was hot enough for me to have to pay her right to have sex with me. 
that I wanted it that badly. Right. But also, uh, the fact that he's now been like, oh, horse space is the typical fucking on the playground, the little kid who gets burned by the girl who's like, look, I don't like you. Sorry. No, I don't want to be your girlfriend. And then the guy gets butthurt, right? Or the little boy gets butthurt. And he's like, oh, no. And then and then goes to his friends and says, oh, man, she's such an she ugly blah, 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 blah. Yeah. And then trashes her, right? Right. That's exactly what this is. This is typical playground type bullshit, and it's exactly the 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 same type of stuff that Trump pulls all the time. Right. If someone ever insults him, embarrasses him, makes fun of him, whatever, he then goes on the like defensive and is like, "Oh, well, they're they're dumb and da da da," and it's all caps and it's yelling and it's nonstop. Just Wait, I, I think we got a phrase for this. I think we got a phrase for this. And it pussy ass bitch. Ah, yes, there yeah. it is. Okay, pussy good. ass bitch. Well, well, let's listen to uh, Grandpa Farty McSharty Rudy Giuliani's explanation of why this is legal, and see if you can spot where MAGA's having trouble right now yeah. in this whole narrative. That money was not campaign money. Sorry, I'm giving you a fact now that you don't know. <laughs> it's not campaign money. Yeah, it's like no motherfucker. Campaign finance violation. Oh, really? So How? Funneled How? Funneled through a law firm. Oh. Funneled through a law firm, and the president repaid it. Oh, wait. Oh, I didn't know he did. Yeah. Whoa, 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 whoa. Sean Hannity in 2018 was very surprised to hear that Donald Trump had paid back, funneled yeah. money through a law firm. Let's keep listening, and let's see what the breaking news is in 2018. There's no campaign finance law. Zero. So the president... Just like every, Sean. So this decision Sean? was made by... Everybody, everybody was nervous about this from the very beginning. I wasn't. I knew how much money Donald Trump put into that campaign. I said 130000 He's going to do a couple of checks for 130000 What the fuck? Are you shitting me? I mean, that, it doesn't get better here. Like, I, I've got, uh, I, still got a, I still got about 30 seconds worth of this clip, and it gets way worse. It gets way worse. And again, this is back in 2018. You know, it, all the fucking letters they Don Jr. wants to bring up. None of that shit. None of that shit matters because Rudy Giuliani tells on Donald Trump. You know, listen to this. Listen, it doesn't get better. It gets worse. I heard uh, Cohen's uh, retainer of thirty five thousand when he was doing no work for the president. Mm. I said, but that's how he's repaying. That's how, we, how's he, how he's repaying it. Whoa, 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 whoa. So what he's saying, he's now remember he may think he's in a private conversation with Sean Hannity. This motherfucker's live on TV, okay? <laughs> and he's saying, this is what he's saying, it's not a campaign finance issue. And here's why. They funneled it, the word funnel, <laughs> through, through a law firm. Not only that, Michael Cohen, Michael Cohen wasn't actually working for the president, and he pays him a retainer for what? Obviously, it's to, to reimburse him for this payment. Of the Stormy Daniels uh, right. hush money. Literally, he's telling you the crime out loud. And he's trying to gaslight you into believing that that's not a crime. Keep, I'm telling you, it gets worse. Listen, listen. With a little profit and a little margin for oh, paying Jesus. taxes to Michael. The president, but do you know the president didn't know about this? What? Wait. Uh, I believe that's I, what He didn't Michael know about said. the specifics of it. Yeah. As far as I know. Mm -hmm. But he did know about the general arranger that Michael would take care of things like this. Like I take oh, care fuck. of things like this for my clients. <laughs> oh, God damn. Rudy, Rudy, shut up, dude. <laughs> yeah, oh, my God. He's uh, like, dude, you're about to incriminate yourself on other things that you do, Shady. Right. What, what, people, what people need to realize. So, again, I want, I want, this is 2018. This yeah, wasn't yeah, yeah. yesterday. 
yeah. they, that he no, said it's this it. shit. I mean, like, you know, all the clips from 2018 seem to be coming out. You got uh, Yo Taco Penis, and you got Rudy Kaludi right. Guliani. Uh, <laughs> but what, what, uh, what people need to realize here is that, you know, there's Trump. <clears throat> okay, so Trump issued uh, a letter. Hi there. Welcome back. We're listening to the Tony Michaels show. Talking about this um, Republican leader conference got unhinged real, real quick, 24 minutes ago. Three signs that your boobs need a shaperman oh bra. God. Number one, your current bra causes gaping cups. And it fits. I'm Ben Micellis from the Midas Touch Network. The MAGA Republicans held a convention over the weekend in North Charleston, South Carolina. They called the convention Vision 2024, and things got weird very quickly as the MAGA Republicans spread their deranged conspiracies that they believe are the most important issues to the American people. Bring in MAGA Republican Senator Marsha Blackburn. Her speech was on how Democrats are taking away light bulbs and toilet flushers and shower heads. Here, play this clip from Marsha Blackburn. Freedoms, they're under attack. They feel it every day. They see it when they watch the news. And they want us to be a government of, by, and for the people. And it distresses them that they see an administration trying to take, and an ideology trying to take total control of their lives. Whether it's your light bulbs, your toilet flushers, your shower heads, your gas stoves, or this week your washing machines. And I think if you want to make a lot of mamas unhappy, go for the stove and the washing machine. And uh, it's a bit too far there. But uh, people that are doing this, as my dad would say, that's somebody that's got too much time and too much money on their hands. You know, instead of talking about issues like jobs and lowering prescription drug prices and things that the American people are focused on, this is what MAGA Republicans are focused on, as they've just become the party of a fake outrage machine. Here is, uh, for example, uh, Nikki Haley, the MAGA Republican uh, nominee for uh, the Republican primary. And here she talks about how she goes, what we really need to do here is turn or stop this national self-loathing of people here in America. Play this clip. We can have that again. Don't let anybody tell you we can't have that again. But in order to have that again, we've got to stop this national self-loathing of people saying America's bad or it's rotten or the fact that it's racist. I was elected. You elected me the first female minority governor in history. America's not racist. We're blessed. And our children need to know to love her. You know, President Biden's uh, messaging is actually very uplifting. He talks about how America's best days are ahead of us and how we need to continue to pursue policies like the Infrastructure Act and like the Inflation Reduction Act and like the PACT Act and um, all of the numerous policies and legislation that is actually moving America forward. It's Donald Trump who goes on his social media 
platform every day and says America is a third world nation and America is the laughingstock. America is the nation of investigations because Donald Trump's such a malignant narcissist that he believes that he is the nation, which is a whole nother conversation to have, which is utterly despicable. But it's the MAGA Republicans who malign our nation every single day, not Democrats. We're trying to come up with solutions as part of the pro-democracy community to make things better. Here's Nikki Haley talking about how 90% of our American kids are now under CRT. Play this clip. 90% of our American kids are now under critical race theory. And what that means is if a little girl goes into kindergarten, if she's white, you're telling her she's bad. If she's brown or black, you're telling her she's never going to be good enough and she's always going to be a victim. And that's wrong. The idea that we are dividing our children based on race, based on religion, based on all of these things, that's not what was supposed to happen. Yeah, these mega Republicans just make up things. You know, they make up these words, they make up, you know, that this is what's going on. None of this is true. It's just completely false. Then they come up with a statistic. 90% of the nation is under CRT. What does that even mean? Now, here's Nikki Haley's big policy. She goes, our kids all need to be saying the Pledge of Allegiance every day. Play the clip. Our kids need to be saying the Pledge of Allegiance when they start their day so that they know to love America. By the way, when, when I grew up, when I went to school, I said the Pledge of Allegiance every day. Look, the bottom line is that what I want to hear politicians talking about is not whether the government is going to enforce or going to force schools to say the Pledge of Allegiance or not saying the Pledge of Allegiance. Look, I love this country. I love our Constitution. And as someone who loves this country and loves our Constitution, to me, it's not about performative gestures, right? It's not about just using words. It's about actually engaging in conduct to help this country, to improve this country. What type of legislation are you going to be introducing? What type of policies are you going to be implementing? That's what I care. That's what I want to focus on, not this performative, like wannabe fascist theater that the MAGA Republicans are engaged in. And here we have um, Nikki Haley again saying the problem that we really have, one of the biggest problem is school bureaucrats. Here, play this clip. The problem is these school bureaucrats have decided parents can't do their job. So they now suddenly think they have to go and infiltrate everything that they think should be taught to our kids. We are still the parents. We have to fight for our kids. We have one job, and that's to make sure that we raise our children to be strong, faithful, responsible kids. And if we don't stop all this woke ideology that's happening in our schools, we will lose them. And we can't afford for that to happen. You know, and part of being a MAGA Republican is you have to have this whole tough person routine. So here's Nikki Haley saying that she thinks that she could just tear anybody apart, just rip them to shreds with her smile. Play the clip. Dual personality? Uh, I mean, is, um, help us with this. No, when you're born in South Carolina, you learn how to kick with a smile, right? So, I mean, it's... Uh... <laughs> Look, I am a fierce fighter when it comes to my family, when it comes to my country, when it comes to the things that I love and believe in. Um, but I can, I can, I can pretty much 
tear you apart without you realizing I just did it. And I can smile the whole time doing it. Here's a MAGA Republican Senator Tim Scott at this convention, um, basically saying how uh, during the pandemic, um, kids were forced out of the classroom, then they were forced back into failing schools thereafter. Again, there's a constant attack by MAGA Republicans on education, on teachers. And this is, again, one of their main issues is attack education. They want to abolish the Department of Education. Play this clip. And then you would target education if you wanted to ruin America. You would, during the pandemic, lock kids out of the classroom. And after the pandemic, you would lock poor kids into failing schools if you wanted to ruin America. You would, instead of teaching the ABCs, you would teach C. I knew y'all were smart. I just knew y'all were smart. I could look at the front row and say, wow, this is a smart group. And I look at the back and say, oh my gosh, it's smart back there too. Then you go to domestic uh. policy, and here is MAGA Republican Senator Lindsey Graham basically saying how he thinks that the Republicans' prayers were all answered by the repeal of Roe v. Wade, and everybody should thank Donald Trump for the repeal oh of God. Roe v. Wade. Play this clip of Lindsey Graham. So how many of you have been praying for the repeal of Roe v. Wade? Your ship is in. Donald Trump, whether you like him or not, and there's, he can be squirrely, but he is a good president on things that I care about. He nominated three people to the Supreme Court, and they were the heart and soul of repealing Roe v. Wade that should have been repealed a long time ago, right? And this is Tulsi Gabbard, who pretended to be a Democrat. She was never really a Democrat. She's a MAGA Republican. Um, and here is Tulsi Gabbard saying that the Democratic Party is controlled by the elitist cabal of warmongers led by a queen named Hillary Clinton. They're obsessed with Hillary Clinton. It's just some weird stuff. Play this clip. When you look at the Democratic Party of today, it is a party that is controlled by this elitist cabal of warmongers that has been and continues to be led by the queen of warmongers herself, Hillary Clinton. It's true. And who, they, when you look at their policies, they are driven by this uh, motivation of cowardly wokeness. And Tulsi Gabbard, who basically just spreads Russian propaganda every day, here's what she said. She goes, if Biden cared about the people of Ukraine, he should have prevented this war from starting. Here, play this clip. So they don't care about our freedom, our security, or our democracy. And I'll talk about Ukraine for a little bit. If President Biden really cared about the people of Ukraine, who are suffering the most, who are struggling and who are dying every day this war goes on, he would have done everything possible to try to prevent this war from starting in the first place. He didn't. Putin invaded Ukraine. 
Well, then at that point, President Biden, our commander in chief, if you really cared about the people of Ukraine and what they were facing, he would have tirelessly worked every day to try to bring this war to an end as quickly as possible. He didn't. Not only did he not do that, it's even worse. He and his administration actively blocked attempts by Russian Ukrainian officials themselves who were already meeting to try to find some resolution to their differences, to bring about an end to this. They said, no, walk away. Stop the negotiations. At every point where there have been efforts to bring about a peaceful resolution, a diplomatic resolution to the end of this war, President Biden's administration have stopped it. Should, it should cause every one of us to question his priorities, their priorities, the priorities of both Democrats and Republicans in Congress who want to see this war continue. And here's Tulsi Gabbard talking about how members of Congress are walking around the House of Representatives with, with abortion pins. Here, play this clip. We celebrate, I couldn't believe it when I saw it in this last State of the Union speech, how many members of Congress are walking around with a big abortion pin on their suit jacket. Not just advocating for, but celebrating abortion on, on demand without exception all the way up until birth or even after birth, normalizing infanticide. We've seen this in places like New York and in other states. You know, when he or she is saying that um, members of Congress or Democrats are walking around with abortion no pins and they're so celebrating funny. abortion on demand like with that. no exception, it is so utterly disgusting Crazy. the way that MAGA Republicans talk about the most serious decision makings that women have to control their own bodies, period. Nobody is out here celebrating. Nobody is out here cheering things on. It is about the government not having control over the body of human beings, of women. That, that's what it's about. And we need to have serious conversations here generally. And when I show you these clips of these people, we're dealing with just very unserious people. And this is their platform. And we need serious people to lead us. We need people who are going to be talking about things like jobs. Okay. How do we bring more jobs here? How do we bring manufacturing jobs here to the United States? Well, one way you do it is you bring in legislation. You know, you do things like the CHIPS Act, where you bring in a semiconductor industry. Back here, you invest tens of billions of dollars. I think the CHIPS Act was somewhere around $50 billion. We want high paying jobs here. We got to improve wages. There shouldn't just be a minimum wage. There should not even just be a living wage. There should be wages with dignity. That's what the Democratic Party is fighting for. I support that. I absolutely support that. I think that everybody should feel comfortable that their job will pay them a salary where they can afford a home and they won't live paycheck to paycheck. Republicans believe the opposite. And not only that, while they're picking your pocket and passing tax cuts for billionaires, they're out there talking about Dr. Seuss and Mr. Potato Head and 90% CRT and blow dryers and hair dryers or I'm maybe mixing that one up, but whatever she's talking about, Mr. Potato Head and toilet flushing and all, and all of those things. I think she may have left out uh, hair dryers, um, but Mr. Potato Head and, to and toilet paper and, and all of those things that they're talking about. You know, would I care though if, if the Republicans want to spread conspiracy theories about toilet bowls? I mean, 
when we have global pandemics, we should have people in charge who take them seriously so there's not situations where there aren't the most basic of things like toilet papers need to be on the shelves. And we need to treat global pandemics, you know, with, with the seriousness with it deserves. You know, you go back to the statements where they're like, they kicked the kids out of the classrooms during the global pandemic. We're living in a global pandemic. Why are we minimizing the severity and seriousness of something that we actually have data for that, that, that killed millions of people? And that's the MAGA Republican Party. It, it, it is nonsensical. It is, uh, it is not serious. So, yeah, I want to hear about jobs. I want to hear about wages. I want to hear about infrastructure. I want to hear about improving education, not just maligning and attacking, malign and attack teachers. No, how do we help teachers? How do we improve? How do we make it more attractive to get into that profession? How do we improve wages for teachers? Because ultimately that will be helpful to students to help them learn. How do we make education more accessible and affordable? How do we lower prescription drug prices? How do we give people life-saving care so that they can afford it? How do we help women control their own bodies, not create policies that have the government control a woman's body? How do we make sure that LGBTQ plus community can be treated equally, can be treated like human beings, can marry who they want to marry without government, without people like the people you saw in this video saying no? What gives you the right to say no? Who, who, are, who are you? Who, are, who do you think you are? That's what I want to focus on. I want people who are serious, who have solutions. You know, and then you basically see, here's uh, an article that was written about this event. Conservative leaders attend Vision 2024 in North Charleston. This was one of the local press articles. Conservative leaders from across the nation were in North Charleston on Saturday for the Vision 24 National Conservative Forum. Here's the thing. Never call these people conservative. There's nothing conservative about any of the things that they're talking about. They don't, they don't want to conserve our democracy. They don't want to conserve our constitution. They call terrorists insurrectionists. They call them political prisoners. They're in a cult that worships Donald Trump, and they consider that conservative? I think in many ways I'm more conservative than they are because I believe in the very least conserving our institutions. I believe that political parties shouldn't be weirdo cults to people like Donald Trump want to be Mussolini's and Hitler's. I don't, I don't think that that – I believe in real law and order. I don't believe in this performative BS that MAGA Republicans – I believe we have to address issues seriously. There's nothing conservative about them. Are you kidding me? I just, I just don't like how it's normalized here. Anyway, you know, in, in these articles, but we're never going to normalize it on the Midas Touch Network. Hit subscribe. We're on our way to 1 million subscribers thanks to your incredible support. We're marching to 1 million subscribers in the month of March. So please help us get there. It's free to subscribe on YouTube. Also, check out the Midas Touch podcast wherever you get your audio podcast. Just search Midas Touch podcast. Check it out there. And then you can also check out patreon.com slash Midas Touch, P-A-T-R-E-O-N.com slash Midas Touch to get exclusive membership benefits there as well. Check that out. And again, subscribe to our YouTube channel. It's free. Until next time, I'm Ben Micellis. Love this video? Then you'll love the Midas Touch podcast. Listen as my brothers and I break down the latest news and chat with top political leaders on the fastest growing pro-democracy podcast in the world. New episodes drop every Tuesday and Friday. Add the Midas Touch podcast right now wherever you listen to your podcasts.
right. <clears throat> Those want to touch for you, so <clears throat> thanks for like eighty four thousand man. That's great. AOC utterly shreds Republicans to the face in most insane. Ice tea. Yet. Come on, liquid death. This is like my grandma's energy drink. <laughs> But before they claim that this is not about banning books and not about harming the LGBT community, let's just look at the impact of similar Republican legislation that has already passed on the state level. Look at these books that have already been banned due to Republican measures. The Life of Rosa Parks. Wow, AOC came with receipts today. And those receipts, well, they speak for themselves. As debate heated up on the House floor in regards to Republicans' relentless efforts to ban books and gut anything they consider woke, which really means anything black, brown, or diversity related. Well, AOC, she decided she would bring in said boogeyman books that Republicans are scared of and don't want kids reading. And DeSantis, well, he's already banned these books in Florida. They include Rosa Parks. You know, the very same person Republicans will laud and celebrate during Black History Month in their hollow words, but are actively trying to suppress kids learning about. Language of quote-unquote parental rights and freedom hides the sinister fact of this legislative text. If you notice in these arguments, they are not really discussing what is actually in this legislation. It includes two provisions that require schools to out trans, non-binary, and LGBT youth, even if it would put said youth in harm's way. One of the highest rates of youth homelessness is in, in the LGBT community, from parents who want to kick their children out in, in households that may be unstable or abusive. For so many children of abuse, school is their only safe place to be. But before they claim that this is not about banning books and not about harming the LGBT community, let's just look at the impact of similar Republican legislation that has already passed on the state level. Look at these books that have already been banned due to Republican measures. The Life of Rosa Parks. This apparently is too woke by the Republican Party. Song of Solomon. Is, is unacceptable to Republican politics. 40% of banned books have, report, have reported are significantly addressing and specifically addressing LGBT issues. To say and talk about government reach and freedom, this is, a this is a bill, this Republican bill is asking the government to force the outing of LGBT people before they are ready. And talking about the rights of parents in this gallery today, the National Parents Union is here saying, don't do this. I have a letter that I'd like to submit where they are asking the Republican Party to keep culture wars out of classrooms. Our children need urgent and aggressive educational solutions. The American Library Association coming out against this Republican proposal. When we talk about progressive values, I can say what my progressive value is, and that is freedom over fascism. Thank you very much. time has expired. As we know, this is spearheaded by Ron DeSantis as he attempts to be the face of the anti-woke Republican Party. State of Florida, we're proud to stand for education, not indoctrination in our schools.
The bill reads, in part, general education core courses may not suppress or distort significant historical events <laughs> or include a curriculum that teaches identity politics, such as critical race theory, or defines American history as contrary to the creation of a new nation based on universal principles stated in the Declaration of Independence. What started with attacks on CRT, which nobody could define, has since evolved into a war on wokeness, which again, conservatives cannot define. One of the things about woke is, can you explain it to your mom? The Democrats want to get you in an argument where you're having to define de wokeism as if the Webster's Dictionary is defining it. And that's not what it is. It, is a, it, it, it could be a feeling. It could be a sense. And probably fewer of them consider themselves to be woke. And so, you know, when, when well, we talk about traditional... What does that mean to you? Could, could, would you mind defining woke? Because it's come up a couple of times. And I just want to make sure we're on the same page. So, I mean, woke is sort of the idea that... Um, mm -hmm. I... This is going to be one of those moments that goes viral. I mean, woke is something that's very hard to define, and we've spent an entire chapter defining it. It is sort of the understanding that we need to re -to totally reimagine and re re redo society in order to create hierarchies of oppression. Um, sorry, I, it's, it's hard to explain in a 15-second soundbite. Well, yeah, look, your time. But here's a thought. When a woman in her hundredth year of life, having lived through and lost her husband to a war waged by people who burned books, is telling you what you're doing isn't right, maybe you ought to reevaluate your approach. Afternoon, folks. I am Grace Lynn. I am a hundred years young. I'm here to pro protest our school's district book banning policy. My husband... Robert Nickel was killed in action in World War II. At a very young age, he was only 26, defending our democracy, constitution, and freedoms. One of the freedoms that the Nazis crushed was the freedom to read the books they banned. They stopped the free press banned and burned books. The freedom to read, which is protected by the First Amendment, is our essential right and duty of our democracy. Even so, it is continually under attack by both the public and private groups who think they hold the truth. In response to the book banning throughout our country and Martin County last year, during the time I was 99, I have created this quilt to remind all of us that these few of so many more books that are banned or targeted need to be proudly displayed and protected, and read if you choose to. The quilt was shown on national TV as part of Ali Valshi's Banned Book Club segment. Banned books and burning books are the same. Both are done for the same reason. Fear of knowledge. 
Fear is not freedom. Fear is not liberty. Fear is control. My husband died as a father of freedom. I am a mother of liberty. Banned books need to be proudly displayed and protected from school boards like this. Thank you very much. Lock him up. I have created this quilt to remind all of us that these few of so many more books that are banned or targeted need to be proudly displayed and protected. And read if you choose to. The quilt was shown on national TV as part of Ali Valshi's banned book club segment. Banned books and burning books are the same. Both are done for the same reason. Fear of knowledge. Fear is not freedom. Fear is not liberty. Fear is control. My husband died as a father of freedom. I am a mother of liberty. Banned books need to be proudly displayed and protected from school boards like this. Thank you very much. Lock him up. Indictment season is upon us. Celebrate with the new indictment season t-shirt and v-neck exclusively at store.midastouch.com. Just looking at my YouTube shorts. Barely any views on this account. Four views, two views, zero views, one view, no views, 20 views. My statement on Brenton House, cars and trees, comments. Hmm. Right, darlings, how are you doing? This is Tristan Fraze. And today we're going to look... The shorts. Right, darlings, how are you doing? This is Tristan Fraze. And today we're going to look at the headline together. As you can see here, this is mainly.
Right, darlings, how are you doing? Hashtag Christopher Prez. Damn. This is Christopher Craig, and how will you be celebrating the worst criminal in human history going to jail today? Let me let's pop up and do a dive watching my podcast, Politics AF. Thanks for AK. Thank you. Hi there, this is Christopher Craig. Hi there, this is Christopher Craig. And how will you be? How will you be celebrating? Help me, Rhonda. Hashtag diaper Don.
Doodly do 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 Last word of my catch was Web. Oh, I thought it was pussy ass bitch. I don't remember if he said you are a wimp, which is a wimp. Wimp is the word I remember. I guess he was a wimp then. Guess Mike Pence was a wimp then. Dash hashtag comedy hashtag clips. About 1,000 people have been arrested. Uh, about a third of the defendants in these capital cases have been charged with assaulting, resisting, or impeding police during the attack. More than 306 defendants have been charged with corruptly obstructing, influencing, or impeding an official proceeding. About 1,000 people have been arrested, assaulting, resisting, or impeding police during the attack. More than 306 proceeding about Republican members um, during the insurrection who walked. I asked, I'd have to go back and look at it. Certainly at people who were waving to them. The fascinating thing to me, Joy, is that they claim on the one hand that these were really Antifa and FBI agents. But on the other hand, they're trying to get them out of jail. For which they claim on the one hand that these were really Antifa and FBI agents. But on the other hand, they're trying to get them out of jail. For which is it? Why are they trying to get all of these Antifa imposters out of jail for waging war against the government? Um, they claim on the one hand that these were really Antifa and FBI agents, but on the other hand, they're trying to get them out of jail. Well, which is it? Why are they trying to get... They claim on the one hand that these were really Antifa and FBI agents, but on the other hand, they're trying to get them out of Bless Jamie Raskin's heart. Right, darlings, how are you doing? This is just Songs for Trump, exclamation point, help me, Rhonda. Hashtag diaper done. Hashtag diaper done.
Alvin Bragg's going to be the first person to... Indictment watch exclamation point. Thanks for 83k on my podcast, comma, hashtag politics AF exclamation point. Hashtag arrest Trump. Hashtag Trump arrest. Hashtag arrest Trump. Hashtag Trump arrest. Hashtag talking feds. Hashtag talking feds. Let's see if anything is working right now. Oh, what do you know? Okay, so what I'm doing is um, diapered on. I'm posting is on the run now, exclamation point. Celebrate with me on my podcast, Politics AF, where I am hot on the trail of Trump going to fucking jail, exclamation point. Indictment watch, exclamation point.
I am Midas Touch, producer Smiley Face. Have a nice day, y'all. I am Crowds. Crowds. Oh, okay. Just, um, make me on. Okay, so I shared that on, um, I shared in sweet as well. Diaper Dawn. Is on the run! Exclamation point, smiley face. Diaper Dawn. Okay. So what, I'm uploading videos, I'm a little bit, be, well, not behind, 42 Ideals of Mott, Lady Justice. So the 42 Ideals of Mayot. Mayot. I honor virtue. I benefit with gratitude. I am peaceful. I respect the property of others. I affirm that all life is sacred. I give offerings that are genuine. I live in truth. I regard all objects. I speak with sincerity. Regard I consume only my fair share. I offer words of good intent. I relate in peace. I honor animals with reverence. I can be trusted. I care for the earth. I keep my own counsel. I speak positively of others. I remain in balance with my emotions. I am trusted in my relationship. I hold purity in high esteem. I spread joy. I do the best I can. I communicate with compassion. I listen to opposing opinions. I create harmony. I invoke laughter. I am open to love in various forms. I am forgiving. I am kind. I act respectively of others. I am accepting. I follow my inner guidance. I converse with awareness. I do good. I give blessings. I keep the waters pure. I speak with good intent. I praise the goddess and the god. I am humble. I achieve with integrity. I advance through my own abilities. I embrace the all. So the 42 ideals of Maya. <clears throat> I honor. Uh, going slow as molasses. So the 42. 
who started it. So, uh, just to stop yelling at you guys. So the forty So the forty two ideals of Maya. Um editing into the shorts. This processing anyway. KMP student radio at the University of Aristotle. <laughs> And keep it white teeth, up for your kids, top radio, top radio, top of radio. So the 42 ideals of ah. Maya, I honor. Listen to this. Listen to this. Once. Twenty one days and it will repair your DNA. Repair your DNA exclamation point. Listen to this. Forty two ideals of Mayotte. Spelled it M A Y O T T E. Mayotte. Oops, I should have put. Like Billy Carson said. Right. Next enter into the record the Global Times investigative report that uh, indicate that talks about training. It's uh, from the Atlantic Council's Digital Forensics Research Lab, uh, citing the Azov Battalion was even getting stuff as far back as 2018. Without objection, so ordered. Any reason to disagree with that assessment? Is this the, I'm sorry, is this the Global Times from China? No, this is... <laughs> That's what you read. Matt Gates. Enter the record, the Global Times investigative report. Reads a communist Chinese newspaper into the record. Rep. Matt Gates reads Chinese communist source into Congressional records. Source into Congressional records.
exclamation point lol Okay, so I'm fixing that. Okay, what else can I upload? Hi there, I'm Chester, and you know that expression about those who don't learn from history are destined to repeat it? Well, then there's also that expression about the only thing that we learn from the past is that we don't learn anything from the past. <laughs> anyway, as an Oxford and Berkeley Southern Medical University scholar, I'm here today to remind you that unfortunately we all have to become students of Hashtag NY Times about 1927 arrest of Fred Trump exclamation point. 
riding with men in hoods. Oh, Joe for Rolling Stone, too. Thanks for 83k on my podcast, comma, hashtag politics AF, exclamation point. Send that to the New York Times and Rolling Stone and HuffPost. Hi, this is a message for the Justice Department, the White House, and the Congress. This is my formal objection to your inaction. Y'all took an oath to defend this country and defend the Constitution. You're failing miserably. Over two years ago, there was an insurrection. I don't know if you have heard about it. But you did nothing, absolutely nothing. There's 155-plus GOP traders still in your midst. Congress, and you're the only ones who can do something about it. So read the Constitution. Read the 14th Amendment in particular. It says that no traitors may hold office. And where are the treason charges? Where are the insurrection and terrorism charges? Where's the bioterrorism charges for Mr. Trump having been directly responsible for every million American deaths? Take a deep breath. Keep your eyes on the prize. We must disqualify them all under the 14th Amendment. Everybody call your three branches of government. It's your government. Oh, this is a message for the Justice Department, the White House, and... Hashtag arrest Trump, hey, the Justice Department. If you're scared of hashtag diaper dawn, comma, HMU, exclamation point. Hashtag diaper dawn, comma, HMU, exclamation point. Deputize me, exclamation point. I'll do it.
arrest.